So between us, mate, we've stumbled across like a, a hotbed for like weird stuff. Is that is that fair to say? Like yeah. during over in the okay. So to explain what's going on in the space of seven days, we've both frequented a local cafe. I guess you yeah. call it. I've had another strange encounter on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Before a game. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you're maybe part of this. Like you're <laughs> the common denominator here. Um, so yeah, all right. You, you go first because yours. Your we'll go chronologically because you yours yeah. was first. So what what have you? What happened to you on Saturday morning? Yeah, so so sad, Saturday morning, I've uh, gone for a walk with uh, with with the family and um, gone to a rosto, grabbed a coffee. Uh, also happy for share this, that rosto. Uh, happy, happy for sponsorship. If, uh, <laughs> if Callum's listening, uh, love it. Yeah, love a free coffee. But anyway, we made our way around and we're going past uh, country style kitchens. And um, there's a man sitting out the front, as, as you do, um, just having breakfast. The strange thing about this man was he had a macaw sitting on his shoulder. <laughs> and, and for those that don't know, um, a macaw is a bird about twice to three times bigger than a parrot. <laughs> and about as thick as your leg. <laughs> that photo you said, it was huge. It is like, big. It's massive. It, it's, like, it's, it's over a foot long. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> so immediately, like so many questions come to... First of all, why? Like, why, why are you bringing a... A, a three foot long bird to breakfast but um so yeah that that's obviously did you interact with the bird did uh you? well I, I didn't but um I, th- I think my daughter didn't know if it was real or not but sort of got close and then went it's a bird <laughs> and old mate didn't even bat an eyelid yeah like, oh, he'd get yeah, that all the time oh, if he's, yeah. he would have to you know what you're getting into if you're rolling yeah. around with a bird on your shot um so you've had that, and then so I obviously country style kitchens right across the road from where we are now at the Pioneer office, and so I'm there quite often, um, and I've walked in to get a wrap on it was Wednesday or Thursday last week, I reckon, and I've there's these two people having lunch, and I've, I've just scanned over at them, and on this dude's belt, like attached to his belt. He's got like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, like, a, like ready, ready to <laughs> yeah, he's like ready to go. <laughs> so I'm like, do I need to, like, do I need to get my deck? Like, how's this work? <laughs> how's this work? Like, why have you? <laughs> it was a dark magician as well. I recognised that immediately. No, that's... yeah, it was pretty sick. But like, also what? Like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what's um what's going on at, at CSK. Uh, but yeah, it's just some weird shit. It's, yeah. it's strange old week, but um, you know, yeah. shout outs. Also happy for sponsorships from them. Uh, oh mate, it'd like, save a ton of money. Like, yeah, that, bug, bug be, of the podcast. Yeah, like, it, it would be like work against them to give you a. Yeah, like, you're spending so much money over there. Yeah, no, I, I'm yeah I'm putting a few bucks over the counter. They, their wraps <laughs> are really good, and like they they've got the Rosto coffee there as well. So it's just yeah, it's just a close to, closer yeah. a Rosto with food. Like, it's it's a perfect perfect setup. <laughs> Welcome to episode 7 of the Game Plan Footy Podcast, brought to you by the Murray Pioneer and Taylor Group Media. My name is Ben Lennon, and I'm the sports editor at the Murray Pioneer. Uh, joined by Liam Jackson, as always, mate. Episode 7, how are you going? How are you tracking? Yeah, good, good. Still still playing through the V. No, no, no rash shots early. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Now, um, it's a little bit fidgety here, so I'm... I'm <laughs> Sensing some nerves from from your end of the table. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm waiting for you to throw me. Under do the do bus. we want to? Yeah, I'm waiting for you to throw me under the bus. Do here. we want to address the elephant in the room? Well, you're going to anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pretend like you're not going to. That's true. I've actually um, I've, I've I've got a few questions for you. So for those that don't know, um, Jacko 
Well, do you want to t- tell your story nah. of how your footy's panned out this year, or do you, would you yeah. rather I do it? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Okay, I'm not so, doing it. Well, we'll see. You've, you've, <laughs> skipped, you've essentially skipped preseason. Coming at ra- what round did you start playing? Twos. Uh, round eight. Was, yeah. Okay. So it was the first yeah. week we did this podcast, actually. Um, string of features in the best players, and um, all of a sudden Zuma's gone down with an injury. One of your better mates. I can't help but think he's sort of somehow involved in all of this this conspiracy, but. You've landed yourself in the A grade, mate. Congratulations. A um, few questions, but I'll just I'll start out by playing a, a bit of audio. Um, so just I'll, I'll get your reaction to this once <laughs> I, it's done. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> no, so, no, it, this is this is genuine, right? Sorry, no, he, he deserves a crack. Um, yeah, okay. he's good. Yeah. Um, he's trained really well. Um, albeit, yeah, he did come late to the fold. Um, he wasn't going to play, and I'm playing, and then but he's done everything right, and I don't think anyone would begrudge him of of getting selected because like I say he's trained yeah, twice a week since he's been out trained as good as well as anyone um, and played in really good form and, and possibly could have warranted some selection earlier but we we didn't do that because he did come out so late yeah so that's Remark coach triple premiership coach Josh Fader um, I think he thought that was going to be a stitch up but he was actually he was um, I, I think you can tell he was pleased to have you in the team mate how, how do those words make you feel from Vates um, tears? I'm sense- yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. some I'm, tears I'm coming. Te- I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up. Uh, thanks, Bates. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've got nothing, mate. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving you much here. How did you play? How did you find it all? Um, three snags. Is that the most you've kicked against Barry? <laughs> how was the um, game? Tell me yeah, how the game was. How, yeah. how was it? Your Rovers yeah, obviously it was, had a big win. Yeah, so. it was good, mate. It was good. Um, One week at a time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah full credit to the boys. Uh, <laughs> not just a small cog in a big machine. Just trying to do my job. Did you enjoy being back out there? Um, for, yeah, for the um, yeah, I've enjoyed the whole whole season really. Well, not well half the season, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> particularly <laughs> the, the, just before the season as well. That preseason <laughs> block was really yeah. yeah um, no, I've, I've really enjoyed just being just being back with with the boys, have, um, having a good time. It's a uh, stutter in your voice. Are you sure you're not um, getting? It? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to remember what I wrote down in the car on the way here. Um, no, I've just, just enjoy, enjoying myself. Like I've spent a lot of time um, just playing footy for the sake of playing footy, and it's um, yeah, it's been good since coming back. Just plan and trying to enjoy, enjoy myself and yeah that's sort of what I've done this year and um, yeah we are where we are okay um, is it true that several reserves players tried to talk to you and then you've, you've brushed them completely and just you just ignore them now you aggro boy is that is that the situation yeah I didn't talk to a single one of them <laughs> especially Blake Henderson yeah. I drove him to the game didn't talk to him the whole way there um, what did Gemma say was she proud um, she I I think she might have laughed. But <laughs> she's like, oh, oh good luck. <laughs> that's about, that's about that's it. She, awesome. does, she, doesn't, uh, she doesn't really care. Uh, Tim? TJ? Any, um, any feedback? Any praise from, uh, from the old man? Uh, he was in China. Um, <laughs> didn't fly back for nah, the No, I didn't fly back. It was a pretty big moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he just, just said, lay some tackles. That's, that's about it. How'd you go uh, around the ground? Because you've been giving away a few free kicks, which is part of your charm. Some yep. would say. Uh, did that carry on into into the ones? I wasn't there, obviously. So um, no, managed managed to get a few. Saw so you share um, a glance with uh, Hugo Krieger for a bit. There's a nice little photo that Grant's snapped up. Yeah, no, I just uh, they both got me a bit eye. <laughs> it's hard not to, to be fair. Yeah. All right. Well, all that's what Saf, 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 Saf Lady's. He did. 
He's like, can you just grow a couple inches? Like, Mate, you, you, don't reckon, up, you, you don't reckon I've tried. You reckon <laughs> I got to this height and went, you know what, I reckon that's enough, and just stopped. Like, I've, been, I've been trying to grow since, of six, since I was 16. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, very good. I just got, got a couple of high tackles, so that was nice. Are you playing this week? Um, oh, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the scoop. The papers yeah. already come out, it wouldn't mean anything. Um, yeah, look, yeah, look, I'm... Uh, very, yeah, very much fringe player. <laughs> nah, well, no, you know what? You've done well. Three snags. Um, if you do get picked, then great. If not, back to the twos, and uh, maybe Blake can have a friend again, which would be nice. Um, look, we'll, <laughs> I think we've done you the death there, so we'll we'll field it. Um, big episode ahead. We've got a few things to cover. Um, things that are true. We're going to look back on on how we're sort of tracking. We sort of half mentioned it last week, but we'll. A bit of a score check there on, on the past six or so weeks, um, which should be interesting. Um, paper trails, we're going to look at the women's grand final, which is on Saturday night. Um, both of us caught a, a bit of the semi last week, um, so we'll chat about that as well. Take a look at the finals picture, because there's still a bit of footy maths to be done. And then we're also going to go through a few Willis Medal Night predictions, which should be a bit of fun later on. So stick with us. Um, I've got an A grader in my presence, so I'm a little bit on edge, but we'll get there. Uh, we'll be back with things that are true. This sucks. <laughs> okay, mate, we, we hinted at it last week. Um, we said that we were probably going at around 50%, if not worse. Um, things that are true has been a popular segment in in the pod so far. Uh, Riverland's favourite. Yeah, yeah, and also the, probably the Riverland's only segment. Um, but uh, I've gone back through the archives this afternoon, had a day off, so I had to fill my time somehow, um, and I've put together a bit of a compilation. Just a bit more RFL footy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> just on your day off. If I, can, I actually think I've got a problem. <laughs> um, so we'll have a listen to this, um, and then we'll we'll report back. My thing that is true is uh, that Wakery's young leaders have really stood up. Um, uh, yeah, my, my thing that's true is uh, is Barry uh, just look looking into the future. Like, uh, obviously not there. Doesn't look like it'll be their year this year. But, um, yeah, looking into the near future, if they can just top up with a few uh, high-quality footballers that their their young kids are, um, are looking really good. Harley Campbell is in the RFL top 25 at... Brody Rose is a unicorn. That's yeah. my thing that's true. Yeah. Um, my thing that is true this week is uh, Loxton North are going to finish on top of the RFL ladder at the end of the home and away season. But um, I'm going to say that the Tigs play finals. Oh, God. And my thing that is true is that it should be league-wide. Um, I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet. Um, we should have an Indigenous round. I think nearly every other country comp in the state has one. What's true? B graders are good blokes. Is that? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's I think that. I think that fits. Yeah. Smithy's a good bloke. Smithy is a good bloke. Yeah. yeah. E- either or. Um, my thing that is true is that Barry is playing a bit of a risky game this year. <laughs> but uh, whoever it was at Barmra that um, thought that it'd it'd be worth a phone call to Remark's vice captain and um, sell them the idea of. Coming over and coaching at a rival club, uh, I reckon they deserve a huge pat on the back. Because um... um, my thing that is true this week 
is that and, and I don't think I'd love to know when the last time this happened was but I don't think it's very often I think we get the same six coaches that we have this year going into 2024 okay so <laughs> I think I don't think we've done too bad but I don't think we've done too good so we'll, we'll kick it back to the start mate so I, I've started off strong by saying that five teams can win the flag um, actually incorrect well yeah technically <laughs> I mean only, it's, only it's four teams are uh, finals next week so yeah. that one's wrong uh, incorrect um, then I've, I've I, we'll go to you after that so you've said you said that Wakery's young leaders were really standing up I reckon immediately after that Wakery lost about four games in a row and the only guys they had left were the young guys kiss the death yeah kiss death. so that's that's a, that's a cross um, then I said Harley Campbell's a top 25 player uh, I think I like Harley, but I don't know that he's had a touch since then. <laughs> um, and th- there's probably a few other ones that we did get right. Indigenous game, that's fine. Very risky game. Okay, Smithy is a good bloke. I think we stand by that. Um, <laughs> the one that stands out, my friend, <laughs> given the results of last weekend. Do you want to talk me through what you said in uh, episode four? Uh, I said that the Tigers would play finals. Yeah. So they need to win by about 230 this weekend. <laughs> I, think it's four, I think it's 470. Jesus Christ. Um, so, that yeah. So, uh, look... All in all, I think we're probably. I think our fifty percent estimate was fairly right. There's a few up in the air. Um, last week, I said that all coaches would be there again this year, um, and then immediately within, so, within hours, yeah, within, <laughs> within hours, within days, I've I've heard a rumor um, that that one may not. I don't want to get into it too much because you know there's enough rumors sort of going around uh, at various clubs, and um, I don't know how much truth there is to this. But yeah, there might just be one that uh, might not be there next year. So I'll let you guys uh, figure out who that might be. Um, but yeah, like, it's, um, but your Frank one was was right. They made the finals now, and then who was it? Deserves a pat on the back. Uh, it was Mark Henwood. He sent me a sent me a message on, yep. on Facebook, and uh, yeah, said said thanks for the shout out. Um, I didn't actually shout him out, but shout him out this week. Um, <laughs> it would have been it was within our, an hour of posting the podcast too. It was, out. It was, our reach it is was, growing. It was on the ball. Oh yeah. I'd, can't believe people actually listen to us. Try and stop us. I, I, I say at this point, uh, with with a hit rate like this, fifty percent. <laughs> why would? Where else would you go for RFL news other than, of course, the Murray Pioneer, which you can get at all good paper shops. Um, we'll be back with this week's edition of Things That Are True, uh, where it's fifty percent because it's either going to be true or it's not. Things that are true this week, Liam. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to kick us off? Um, oh, you like the sound of your own voice, you can have a crack. Oh, that is <laughs> the richest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <clears throat> no, well, no, you can go. I don't give a shit. Why are you done with this? <laughs> Toys are out the cot. Trading your back to kick-ons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least they were good blokes. Oh. Um. <laughs> Shout out to Dillo. He helped me out with a few things uh, over the weekend. So, um, good man. All right, fine. We're, we're talking... Talking about that, uh, I, my thing that is true is that Sudan Cambrai are nuts. Like I, they, they have played. So we, rarely do we talk about the Murray Valley. Bleh, I can't even say the thing. Murray Valley Football Netball League, um, formerly the Land that's, Independence. That's a, that's, a, that's a mouthful. MVFNL. No. <laughs> um, Sudan Cambrai, ten games played. Uh, 10 dubs, if you don't mind. 40 points, because they do four-point games like everyone should. It's one thing the RFL does get wrong. Um, so they, they were 9-0 and going into the weekend against the Brownswell Bombers. And down at 
three quarter time by about three kicks. Then they've come out in the last quarter. Brownswell have, have kicked two goals in the last. Um, so, you know, not a bad effort. Like, you probably run out of legs kind of thing. Uh, so then kicked 11 goals in the last quarter <laughs> to win by 40 points <laughs> after being down by a couple of kicks at three quarter time. Um, yeah, they got Greg's from Berry last year. He's, he's going back to his hometown club. He's getting the best every week. They've got Cam Thompson playing midfield. Won the Doothy Medal last year. Kicked six snags on the weekend in the win. Um, oh, they, they're just they're stacked, and it's it's insane to me how much better they are than every other team in that competition at the moment. Brownswell second, by the way. They've gone down by forty points in essentially one quarter. Um, Blake Henderson's Maraville. Uh, third on seven wins along with Brownswell. So um, it's a three-horse race, but also the first horse in that race is out by yeah, about 15 it's, lengths. It's winks. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Um, have you ever seen a record as dominant as that in local footy? Does anything come to mind immediately? Uh, Wakery just didn't lose for about five years in a row when I was growing up. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. Just to win by that number every week, it's just, yeah. Super impressive. I, off the top of my head, I reckon there'd be maybe three games max that they haven't won by a hundred plus this this year. Yeah. Maybe potentially four, but um, yeah, it's it's insane. In the first year of a new comp, um, grand finalists last year. Look at the other grand finalists. Uh, BSR all the way down second to last, ahead of only Paringa. Um, so not not great going for the Redbacks, but um, yeah, no, Sedana Sedana yeah, insane. That's my thing that is true, and I I. I'm pretty bloody confident about it as well. Like more confident than the uh, five teams fitting into four spots uh, thing I said in week one. What's true for you? What's going on? Um, I've I've gone pretty uh, yeah, taking it pretty easy this week. Well, um, we need a we, of, we need uh, a few wins. So. <laughs> yeah, just, just I'm just looking for an easy dub here. But uh, yeah, just going for uh, the healthiest list will win the flag. Um, uh, Wakery carrying a few injuries. Um, the way basically everyone's carrying a couple of injuries. Um, so yeah, whoever just peaks at the right time, surprisingly enough, will win. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon at the moment, Barmer would be the yeah, most be fully fit team. I would have thought that. Yeah, they're looking looking pretty healthy. Yeah, how are the Rovers um, going? Yeah, not not too bad. I think uh, Zuma is yeah missed last week with the, with his shoulder. Um, you're just going to keep him out for the rest? <laughs> just keep yeah, punching him in the hope, shoulder hope, and training? Hopefully that's really sore. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think he'll he'll be fine. Um, yeah. So, There's um, a few other yeah. bloody ants patch come back in this week, we, we think. Yeah, we don't, we don't train, know yet. Train Tuesday and look pretty good. So Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, like Wakery getting a few blokes back. Um, mm-hmm. Locks North, uh, obviously waiting for... Scotty Lewis. Yeah, Scotty Lewis to come back. Um, yeah, that and that gives them a completely different look. So, um, what are you? What are your thoughts on pre-finals by, just in general, as a concept? Get extra uh, week, fresh blokes up, or do you hate it? it? Yeah, it depends how old you are. If you're an old list, you'd you'd love a buy. Yeah. But if you if you if you're young and you're on on a roll, like uh, yeah, a bit a bit like a. A Barman Monash possibly like yeah you just, you just want to you just want to keep playing right yeah I spoke to three coaches this weekend and all of them said the exact thing because I spoke to Killer from Wakery who have pretty much nailed on for finals now and I sort of asked you know are you looking to rest anyone or not go in full tilt against the team you're probably going to play the week after in Barmer and he was like nah bugger that you know we want momentum Frank said momentum's hard enough to get in the first place you want to sort of hang on onto it and 
Um, you know, they said it was dangerous to go into games not trying hardest to win. So I think that's pretty so sort of common. Have we got two games that are going to be the same next week? Yeah, it's 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 pretty yeah. much like the finals before the finals. Well, but yeah, barring something ridiculous with with Loxton and um, I, I don't think it is three hundred. I think yeah. it. Is, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, but like I think it's within. Like I think essentially what Loxton need is Barmer the flog, Wakery, and then Loxton the win by like literally about two hundred against Barry. So um, still a chance. But yeah, yeah, Loxton North versus Remark on on Saturday Harbour, and then Barmer and Wakery. So. It's a weird one. Like, do you show them everything you got? This is why I was asking people. Like, do you show them everything you got? And everyone was like, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Like, yeah. I think it's like if you've got 50, a, 50 guys, you don't play them. But yeah, in a in a six team comp, I think you've you've just about seen everything anyway. It's all recorded. Like, you, yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, you're not you're not hiding too many aces up your sleeve. So um, mm. yeah, I think you just you just try and win the game. Yeah. No, take that form in. All right, cool. So that, that's things that are true this week. Uh, probably more of a safe one uh, from us, but you know, I think given uh, we just gone through the scoreboard, I think it's probably warranted. Uh, we'll be back in a moment to look at the Murray Pioneer this week in paper trails. Some big things going on in women's footy, so we'll pick that apart. Okay, thanks to the Murray Pioneer and Taylor Group Media for making this. Uh, lovely podcast happened that um, hopefully you're all enjoying we'll kick it to the segment that is uh only possible with the murray pioneer because it is based on the murray pioneer uh, each weekly edition um in paper trails paper trails have a look through what's been making news um semi-finals or qualifying finals i guess technically you'd, you'd, yeah. prelims i don't know finals time for the women in uh the riverland rwfl um we had berry taking on remark at berry and wakery taking on barbara monash away at lakeside jacko take us through what happened mate uh so the demons uh, snuck home against the rovers <laughs> 112 to two um yeah that's a fair old beaten um it's pre- probably fair to say it was over in the First quarter, first minute and a half. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, but, it's a, um, yeah, it's yeah. a tough one because you yeah. don't want to begrudge the Rovers because you know there's yeah they're out there trying. There's ten but, to twelve um, girls on that team that have, you know trained every week and, and gone out there. They were, I think three or four pulled out literally on the day, so I think they only had eleven, ten or eleven players, which against one of the best women's teams uh, in the history of the comp um, is pretty tough going. So yeah, uh, the, yeah, the Rovers uh, didn't have a great day, and uh, Barry had a very good day. Um, and, uh, Anyone in particular? Yeah, Stacey Guy, she got a bit of the footy, uh, kicked 10 goals. Um, just, just, a, just a lazy 10. Yeah. Short quarters too. That's yeah, what I was trying yeah. to work out. Like Goals per minute ratio would be pretty good. Um, that's a lot of snags. Yeah, that's ab- a serious absolutely. Amount of snags. Um, yeah, so that, that was a, a pretty straightforward game that we were both at um, on the weekends. And across at Lakeside at 6.30 kickoff, um, Barmer, who had won... Seven games, and I think only lost once for the year. Took on Wakery with essentially the reverse of that um, record, and it was an upset, Jacko. Yep, the Magpies um, kicked five goals, five thirty-five to the Ruse, one goal, six twelve. Yeah, so a big win for Wakery. Interesting fact about this one: um, Bianca Pataro, who uh, played her footy this year predominantly out at the Eagles in the Sample W. Play one game for Wakery in round four, and just charged into the final series. Come through, got best on in in this game, um, tore Barmer apart a little bit, and um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. She's another Fitzroy girl, so another 
connection back home from for me but um yeah she's a she's an absolute jet and uh yeah qualified because you know i think the rule that they ran with this year was if you play one game for the clubs you can qualify which is obviously different to to the men um but you know it's only an eight game season so what can you do um and yeah and she's come in and dominated um you know sarah campbell good again rachel smith the skipper kick three um it, it's a pretty good performance from the Magpies and just another thing that I got wrong because uh, <laughs> last week I said Barham were going to win the whole thing and now they've been bounced in the first round yeah the, straight just going straight out and one, like having one game if it's, you win you're in if you lose hey, you're out oh, that's yeah. rough like surely first place what, what would you what would you surely. have first first oh, second you, you've got to have three weeks don't you yeah first and maybe. second third and fourth I actually don't hate that now that yeah, you've said it yeah just, just seems rough to have such a good season, have one, have an off day, and your season's done. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, that's like the whole point. But also, yeah, like, but it gives it a bit more incentive to finish yeah, top two, I guess. Like, you can you can finish fourth, yeah. and win two games for the year, and win the flag. Yeah, like that. Can, that you can't oh, you can't do that. That would be the best story in the history of football. I would eat that up. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, wasn't to be for the Rovers and the Roos, so um, no doubt they'll be back at it next year, and hopefully we can get a Loxton side in there, if not two, to, to make a six or even a five-team comp, as it has been in the past. Something that's going to help that is um, Kayla Mudge, who is Barmer's skipper. Um, she has landed a new gig with the Sandfall, so we spoke about this probably uh, about a month ago. I think it was announced that the Sandfall is going to... Uh, put in a bit of cash and a few resources into Ribland Footy and, and the search for their new employee to join Nick Dillon and the development side of things um, has resulted in Kayla Mudge picking herself up a, a job. So I didn't know that Kayla's actually played a fair bit of sample W footy as well. Um, had a year out at Glenelg, played with uh, the Doggies Centrals as well. Um, but yeah, she's taken over a new role and they've got a, a bunch of things coming up. So a six-week program, I think, and, and they're taking the clubs out of it. So... Um, just going to get as many sort of the young girls as they can together and, and, and just preach footy, which which I think is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it was, it was nice to have a chat with her on the weekend and, and deal on Shane Uren as well. And, um, yeah, it's a pretty deep sort of Riverland connection in the sample now. It's sort of infiltrating things, which is really good. But, yeah, good for the region, Jacko, I reckon. Yeah, mate. Yep, absolutely. I yeah. agree. So, uh, yeah, good luck to, to Kayla and everything there. I'm sure we'll keep tabs on that. Um, but, yeah, obviously that plus... Or the, the final sort of second last week of the Riverland footy season it's in the pioneer this week so no doubt another big one we'll have all sorts of finals previews and stuff um, flowing next Wednesday when the paper comes out as well as um, a bit of a recap on the women's grand final as well so be sure to get to your pioneer where you can uh, for us we'll take a break and then we're just going to have a quick look at the finals picture um, with one round of footy left to play in the RFLA grade Okay, mate, uh, it was a, a massive round just gone in, in the A grade, which, uh, as we've discussed at length, you were obviously a key part of um, returning back into the top side for the Rovers. But we sort of went into it with a couple of big questions, and one of them was answered pretty emphatically. Um, how'd the ruse get on, mate? That's uh, pretty ruse. big for Frankie and the boys. The ruse. Oh, I messaged Frank uh, Sunday morning, and, uh, yeah, the... Had a bit of a head wobble going. He's, uh, <laughs> he's pretty happy with his work. Um, yeah, actually, actually, very, very happy with his work. He's um, they've had the that have to be the most scoring shots. They've they've kicked nine goals, twenty two. Oh mate, so do you know what though? That could have been so much worse as well. Um, so I was there on comms. I mean, Lockie Winnell chatting away, and 
Um, you know, Roos started well, kicked first snag in the game pretty quickly, uh, and then had to wait until the second quarter for the next goal of the game. They kicked one goal 14 before they scored uh, their second, and even that was a like a, an overhead kick from Sammy Vanderwood, who we were calling the wrong name for the entire first quarter, so apologies to him. Um, we were giving some giving some dodgy information. But, yeah, the Roos kicked terribly. It was shit house. Oh, so it was not, like... Not, not your fault again. No, nothing yeah. ever is. No, of course. Yeah. Just shame, um, just shame. Carry on. Uh, yeah, Roos kicked like shit. Uh, but, you know, turns it around. I think they kicked six goals, five in the second half or something. Um, and do you know what? They dominated that game from start to finish. And it was disappointing for Loxton, who essentially, now that we've you know seen results play out the way they have, um, they needed to win that and at the very least needed to not lose by 53 points, which they've been done by in the end. So your boys, the Tigs, no good. Yeah, sad day. Sad day. Yeah. But um, yeah, for for Barmer, it's sort of one thing we've uh, continued to say. We said they've been really good at shutting sides down, and they obviously did that to to the Tigers on the on the weekend, um, keeping them to three goals five for the day. And But yeah, we've also said they're... Probably the, the worry that they've had is been scoring, but mm. um, but yeah, being able to have thirty-one shots is yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty think, good. Yeah, I, and to be honest, like most of them were fairly kickable on another day. So they, what they kicked nine twenty-two, that could have been sort of they could have kicked eight more goals. So they could have kicked seventeen goals pretty comfortably that um, on Saturday. Um, so uh, how were how were conditions at the Oval Ben? You were well, you were there no, on comms? I was, yeah, but it closed off in a little box at, yeah. at, at well, the precinct. Yeah, what, what did you have the heater set on? Just... No, no need for a heat. The, the box was on fire. <laughs> it's, there's no, never any problems with heat uh, with myself and Lockie Winnell. But um, oh, the boys, the boys, the, boys. Yeah, the dream team. Sorry, Nobby. Nobby was in Bali, so he's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, would have. But I'd rather be at the precinct yeah. personally. So. Uh, someone who impressed me actually, and I haven't seen too much of him because he's sort of come through in the sort of second half of the year, which I haven't been able to get to too many Barmer games. But the Jack, the best do uh, come through in the second half of the year. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I've never met someone that's so happy with themselves, but so <laughs> unwilling to talk about it ninety percent of the time. Um, Jack Sullivan was was really good um, with Mick Mock. The skipper just playing across halfback. They're so difficult to to break down and penetrate there. And Aiden Hodgson was unreal as well. And him and Jamison Whitbourne covered so many kilometres. Um, yeah. So the, the pleasing thing for them is a lot of the young kids as well that, that were doing the job. Uh, Sammy Vanderwood that we talked about before with the zinc cream on, which yeah, I think yeah. we're split it's, a little bit fifty fifty on. It's, it's eight degrees in the week and he's running the sink. But yeah, skin health is everyone's business. You know? Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's exactly right. Safety first. Um, but yeah, no, he was really good. And, and they're, you know, coming good at the right time. Um, no doubt they'll tackle Wakery head on this week and, and that should be an interesting one. The Pies themselves had a little bit of a hiccup. A win here would have done them a world of good. Um, but I think they're, they're probably still going to make it. So went down to Loxton North um, at, at Wakery as well. So it's the second time this year that they've been done by the Panthers at home. Um, and I think previously, sort of before that, hadn't happened in about nine years or so. So uh, any concerns about Wakery? They're, they're probably going to finish fourth. Um, do you give them a chance against Barmer? Uh, oh yeah, they've got like I said, like I said uh, in a thing that are true. They've, um, they've got some young leaders that are definitely going to have to stand up and um, and play well and um, bring a few along with them. But um, yeah, they've got some young kids in key positions too that are going to have to um, yeah, going to have big jobs on mock and um, and yeah. and <coughs> blokes like that. But um, yeah, I think 
I think definitely think they're a chance, but um, yeah, I'm probably probably gonna have to go with um, with Barmer on Yeah, that tip. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I've Barmer's game on the weekend was the best game I've seen anyone play in terms of a four quarter effort this year. Um, the best footy I've seen was arguably round one between Loxton and Loxton North, but Loxton North didn't rock up in the first quarter. So for a prolonged sort of four quarter effort, Bummer were um, pretty well untouchable, to be honest, against the, against the Tigers. They didn't really let them get a look in. Um, there wasn't any danger of a run on basically at any point. So I really like what Frankie's done with the Ruse. Um, I think they look really good. But saying that, Wakery, have, uh, I've seen Wakery play some, some really sick footy as well. And um, you know, finals is, is a different thing. Both these sides are pretty young, so it's hard to sort of know how they're going to stand up. Yeah, um, and also, Wakery, as much as they're a young side, they've still got guys that have been there and done it. So oh, I think yeah. that counts for something as well. Yeah, and when, like, I've seen them play a couple of times now, and when when they get the footy and go fast, like, they're, they're really hard to stop. Um, yeah, their forward line's quite fast, and... Um, yeah, hard hard to match up on when they're moving fully fast through the middle. Yeah, they're an interesting one as well, though the Pies because they they sort of sweat on a couple of these sample boys. So like Cade Hilton comes in and slots straight onto a wing. Uh, Mitch Hahn up up is essentially their go to full forward, um, and they pretty much have to wait until every Thursday night to find out if they're available or not, depending on sort of Westies' involvement and things like that. So yeah, play it by ear a little bit there. The other side of this coin is lots North have actually bounced back pretty well after a loss against the Roos. Um, to beat Wakery at, at home is no mean feat and you know all the stars are in the best players Cody Vumard the skipper across half back really good uh, named best Tyson Kent uh, and Alec Kudra in the midfield um, also in there Dylan Lefty um, you know just adding to that sort of half back line and, and one of those unicorns that we mentioned about a month ago mate so well, they, they got a lot of weapons and if they're playing their best footy come finals then um, it's hard to see anyone sort of knock them off but as we've seen this year they, they can sort of chop and change between their best and, and some pretty average footy as well so it's hard to know what's going to happen which is I guess the whole point <laughs> um, and the Rovers of course picked up a, a pretty comfortable win which I think most people saw coming so there's still a situation where Remark can finish top um, yeah, making another one of their things that is true yeah, I'm in danger true. I'm in danger because what did I say what, that was the third episode uh, of the podcast I said North and, are going to finish top North home yeah and they've lost like two two games since then I reckon unexpected ones um, yeah we're no good uh, but so I think uh, <laughs> yeah we're definitely no good no absolutely not <laughs> uh, I got my uh, resident mathematician Ben Files onto this and he reckons ben that there's not a magic number because of the way percentages worked out because it sort of fluctuates depending on how much you score each week and how much the opposition scores. Um, and it's not as simple as the AFL way of doing it. But he said if Remark can win by around 40-odd points and keep the Panthers to you know a lowish score, talking five or six goals kind of thing, um, Remark can finish top. Um, which uh, <laughs> I said, Vates, do you care if you finish top or not? And he said... I don't care at all. <laughs> um, top two is obviously the important because there's no home final. So, um, but it'd be pretty impressive if the Rovers, you know, can get it done. Yeah, especially with the few little sanctions that they copped um, yep. this time last year. Um, yeah, we'd have to go. We'd have to go into any of that. No, but no, um, we'll leave it alone. Yeah. So um, you're coming up again. Well, we'll see if you get named or not. But uh, presuming. You do. Uh, you're going to come up against the Panthers this week in a bit of a qualifying final preview. I've got to ask you as well. Playing in the ones against Barry, did you cop any podcast related better, or what, uh, what's the situation? Yeah. Well, when when I agreed to do the, the podcast, and when I got 
when Vate said that he was going to pick me, I was like, my first thought was that there's, there's if there's one man in the whole comp that would uh, bring up the podcast, it would be Tom Jolly. And um, he didn't disappoint. Um, what did he get you with? Yeah, oh, it, it, it was actually pretty poor. From like, oh. he's, he's better than this. He's wow. So, um, it's easy to say this after the fact. But yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I pick, picked the ball up. I was 20-odd out, and I've gone to have a snap around my body at goal. Probably had a bit more time than I thought, and... I've gone to kick the goal, but then I've noticed Harry in the goal square. So, like, I've half thought about passing, but not really. Well, he so kicked, I've, like, what, two goals eight by this point or something? Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't having the best day, Big Harry. But, uh, so, yeah, but I thought, yeah, beauty. Get it in the goal square, get it to Big Harry, get him up and about. But, um, so I've kicked it uh, hard enough to go through to the goals, but <laughs> I've kicked, actually hit it on my foot at a, as a pass, and I just bellied it. And it went, <laughs> it's gone straight through the points. And, um, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty flat, and um, he's just gone. You'll have to talk about that on the podcast, mate. <laughs> and then uh, fast That's forward, so... fast forward one quarter, and from the exact same spot, Tom Jolly put one out on the full. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'll talk about that on the podcast as well, eh, mate? And um, but then he he did slot one from forty five out on the boundary and gave the crowd the biggest buddy. <laughs> Gave him the big John O'Brown. Just one finger to the really? sky. He was up and about. They've got done by 90 points. Ah, it's little wins. Little yeah, wins. that's good. Yeah, <laughs> little I've little often wins. said this. Like, if you, can't, if you can't get up and about when you're getting pumped, you don't deserve to get up and about when you're winning. So, that, no, that's that, that about it, though. Not really anything. Yeah, uh, I'd, like, we, like I've said previously, we, we have six listeners. So yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> and one of them plays for Barry. So. Yeah, so that, that, leaves, that leaves us with four. And, uh, yeah, so we're... Yeah, running low on playing listeners. That's okay. Um, so yeah, like we said, um, top four more or less set, barring a, an absolute tragedy from a Wakery point of view. But we'll see how it plays out this weekend. Um, three interesting games, nonetheless, and a bit of a preview towards uh, the finals. The other thing probably worth touching on, uh, Barry, uh, currently across the three senior men's teams, so if, we, if we're counting 18s in that, so A grade, B grade, and 18s, uh, zero wins so far this season, so they've got one week left against Loxton to to arrest that. Um, do you know? <laughs> which is which is funny because we we went in their change rooms after um, after the game, well, not change rooms, the club rooms. Yeah, and um, like they had a um, had a shit shirt night, and like like vibes were good. There was he- there was heaps of people. Yeah, there. Okay. like it's like it's yeah. So you wouldn't know that they're no, struggling no, on the field. No, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, the, I think a few weeks previous they did a um, like bring your gear in something that isn't a bag. Yeah. Like just, so I think they've just embraced that. Yeah, um, that's good. The, the year's hard, and we're just going to enjoy ourselves. I think one lad. So yeah, you weren't allowed to got to bring your footy gear, obviously, but you just can't bring it in a bag. So one of the lads bought their gear in a microwave, <laughs> and um, yeah, just just. Boys getting super rogue, so um, yeah, no, yeah we, we we love that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, look, good luck to him. I, I hope that you know one of those sides gets up. Um, imagine it, full three, gee whiz. Um, as mentioned earlier, mate, with the Willis medals coming up, Big Dane Swan is going to be the the guest speaker. So that could be anything. I hope your old man's interviewing him again. That'll be a, a sight to see. But we'll we'll pick that apart in a moment. Uh, but here is is my beloved editor Hugh Shootmaker with a few words. Hello, Game Plan Footy Podcast fanatics. This is Murray Pioneer, editor Hugh Shootmaker. Thank you for continuing to listen to it and supporting the boys on the podcast. It's a great time. And I'm looking forward to the special edition next week where 
I will be in the chair hosting, getting down to the nitty-gritty of all things RFL as we get to the pointy end of the season before the finals. So look forward to it. I look forward to doing it, and we'll chat next week. And make sure, if you want to get in touch with us, email sports at murraypioneer.com.au. All right, mate. Uh, Will's medal coming up pretty soon. Um, always a good night. Uh, looking forward to it again this year. So there's obviously a few awards on the table. Big Swanee. Big Dane Swan, yes. Uh, no doubt be an interesting chat. Will TJ be back from China? Uh, we, I think he's back now. So, oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, then, he, fingers crossed, we yeah, can see a one-on-one. That'd yeah, be yeah, some super. He's sending through some photos of what they've been feeding him over there. It's like some super rare stuff. Yeah, like, yeah chicken feet. Um, oh God. Yeah, like maybe tur- compare turtle, notes. Turtle soup. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just, just rare stuff. No, I don't like, want that. Yeah, that's but, no good. Anyway, uh, getting off topic. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Dane Swan and, and Tim Jackson will discuss turtle soup at, at the Willis Middle. So the big ticket item on the agenda, mate, is obviously the Willis Medal, um, and I'll get to I'll, I'll give you a prediction for that in a minute. Um, what I want you to do for me is I, I have the pleasure, and it was it was great fun last year. I'm looking forward to it again this year. Although it's going to provide some headaches, I get to pick the Murray Pioneer Team of the Year. It's a big responsibility, so I'm asking you for a little bit of help. Um, I want you to name one player from every RFL A grade team that you think should be in the Team of the Year based on their performances this year alone. Uh, so these people were obviously these people I picked go straight in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep. No, for sure, mate. Hundred uh, percent. Just say them first, and I'll, I'll just, I'll make sure of that after. Yeah, what, what have you got for me? Um, uh, I've gone for a bit of a smoky at Locks North. I've gone for Dylan Leffy. Um, okay. Yeah, big, big, small can play, play every position. Ruck, go forward, back. He can, yeah, a bit of a unicorn. Um, like I've said uh, in previous episodes with Brody Rover, yeah, we love, we love those types. So. Um, if you're picking a team to actually play, uh, taking taking do lefty uh, from Wakery, uh, going Caravan, mm-hmm. uh, going Hoisler, he yeah he's probably the best halfback back pocket in the comp. That's a big call. Um, There's a few good ones going around. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let you cook though. Go on. Yeah yeah. No, he just stops his player every every time. Um, yeah, I mean I like him going on ball too. But um, anyway, that's getting off topic. Um, yeah, stops his player, tax gets heaps of the footy. Uh, yeah, I like like him a lot. Uh, from Barmer and Monash, I'm going big, big Mick Mop. Um, <laughs> great name. It is fun to say. And, yeah, um, yeah, he he's just a general back there. He's um, yeah, always yelling at Frank to get back on his player, which I'm also a big fan of. Um, yeah, just just runs the show down there. Takes a heap of marks. Um, You've yeah. picked three defenders so far. I just I'm just going to point that out. But keep going. Awesome. Sorry, mate. I forgot this was your season. Oh, it's just but, uh, I have to fit all these guys in. <laughs> yeah, well, you got six spots. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, from Loxton, going Lockie Evans. So there you go, mate. Uh, get him up on a wing. Uh, yep. Run, runs all day. Has forty kicks a game. Yeah, this um, is a good call. I yeah, like he's 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 big. He's long. Um, take takes a few uh, few bailout kicks just from. Uh, sheer length of his arms. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's, that's all. That's always handy um, coming out of defence. Uh, from Remark, uh, you could probably go with any of the Wolfords, but I'll go with Josh Vader. Uh, I reckon this has been his best, like year playing as well as coaching. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's sort of uh, yeah self-explanatory. Uh, from Berry, I've gone with Rory Maroney. Okay, um, four pocket situation. Yeah, yeah, snags. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, he's slippery. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Watched him 
on Saturday, and uh, yeah, I like what he like what he's doing. He's uh, he's he's in, he's out, he's uh, zigzag. Yeah, I yep. like him a lot. Very good little fella, looking after him. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, you got to have a few of them, mate. You can't, can't have all the big boys. <laughs> what, what happens when the ball hits? I'm just gonna pick 22 ruckmen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, fair call. Um, I won't give too much away. A few of those are definitely around the mark. Um, but you're right, a couple of smokies, but but we like that. Um, now, Willis Medal, I. I'm very confident, and I, just to clear things up, I have absolutely no saying this is umpires pick this award. Is that right? Well, do you know who picks this? Yeah, it's the umpires. Umpires, yeah, yeah. umpire votes. So, yep. um, I've no inside information whatsoever, but just on body of work this year, um, I will say that, that Josh Vader is going to win the Willis Medal. Um, I think it's been a pretty commonly shared opinion that he's the best player in the Riverland for for like a little while, but. Um, you spoke about it just then. This is the best year he's had pure footballing-wise because previous years he sort of sits back a little bit and, and probably doesn't, you know, he, he sort of throws himself on the ball when he needs to to try and break a game over, open, whereas this year with, you know, missing a few guys, he's he's played more of a leading role for the Rovers in, in a really good Renmark team and he's just torn games apart week after week, mate. He's He's been unreal. You've seen a lot of it sort of firsthand and, and from a Renmark Perspective, what do you make of you know that call for starters, and and yeah, just talk, talk me through like what the difference is between say this year and, and the last sort of couple that he's had. Yeah, well, I, th- I think he's um, like obviously he's been coaching as well, so um, yeah, had a few things on his mind. But um, yeah, once you got three flags in the bank, you can probably uh, let your hair down a bit and <laughs> play a bit more footy. Yeah, but um, yeah, I. Uh, Zachary Gartry would hate if we didn't bring him up. He's uh, he's getting silver service. Oh mate, he's, he's yeah, getting yeah, it on yeah. an absolute platter. Hundred percent. That tap uh, over the back. Yeah, the, oh. the yeah just rolls just rolls off big Harry's ass. Oh. And, um, <laughs> uh, giving away a few few secrets before the finals here, but um, but yeah, no, that's um, yeah hard hard to stop. And um, yeah, the way that he can break out the front of a stoppage, like um, as a defence, that's the last thing you want. Even Absolutely. Someone who uses the footy as well as he does coming yeah. out the front of a. Um, stoppage so yeah no you've nailed that uh, 100% so yeah I'll, I'll back fates in for the Willis there's probably a few contenders I reckon Wakery Tyrell Hocking has had an unreal year another little fella but he just get touches and touches and touches rarely wastes one um, so he's probably a, a pretty big threat um, thing going in in their favour though is, is across the board like Loxton and Barmer uh, and North as well, to an extent, are really, really well-rounded. So, like, you've got different guys getting in the best every week, whereas for me, like, Vates has just been a, an absolute standout this year. So I'll back him in. A um, couple of other awards to look for. Uh, best first-year player is always an interesting one, which Young Guns are sort of doing well. Um, and the other one is uh, leaning goal kicker. At the moment, uh, we have big Ryan Pratt with one week to play, it must be said. Uh, Ryan Proud is out in front on 44. Um, Nathan Flight from Loxton, second on 32. Zuma, 27. Not a bad return. Um, is he in conversation, team of the year? What do you reckon? Uh, you can say oh, no. Well, there's he's kicked the third most goals. You'd imagine he'd be in the top six forwards yeah. in, the, in the... It's, it's, it's an it's, interesting one. Yeah, he's all... Yeah, very dirty at linesy for a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> Believe me, missing, missing out. But um, mm. yeah, I'll, 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 have, ke- I'll keep him yeah, in mind. I've, I've had words with linesy on uh, other podcasts about that. So <laughs> we've, uh, yeah, 
We've sorted that out. Um, Zach Aldridge has kicked 25 snags. Uh, so two less than Zuma in the same amount of games. And then Mitchie Hahn as well in, in even less games, I think, for Waker. He's kicked 19. And then there's a sort of a whole stack in the high teens. So um, it's Proudy's award if, uh, unless, sort of barring a, a 12, well, 13 yeah, goal big, haul. Big fly. Big fly. <laughs> big kahuna. Tell you what, playing against oh. Barry as well. Tricky matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Northcott, Northcott, Remark. Yeah, I'm talking myself into it, but no, nah, oh. I'd be shocked if Proudy uh, didn't walk away with the, with this one. They, you know, it's it's been a good year for for the uh, the old fella. 300 games is brought up this year. I think he's kicked a couple of bags at yeah. eight. Which, he's, you know, he's, he's got a habit of kicking goals against Remark too. Yeah, so watch him come out and yeah. well, he could get to get to the half century in a, you know in 15 games. It's pretty fair going. So hope not. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, no, that's fair enough. So yeah, lots to look forward to on Willis Medal Night. Um, we've been talking for ages, mate, so I think we should uh, kick it through to the outro as soon as we can. But, um, yeah, that's, that's just our opinion and, and looking forward to see how it plays out. We'll be back in a moment. Mate, this could be another classic case. We, we were just talking about it, but like this feels like... I, I reckon we got here two and a half hours ago and we've been recording for this long. Um, but what do you reckon? Probably another thirty-six minute episode of whatever we've been hitting. Yeah, just I'm just happy to be paid by the hour, mate. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll sort that out later. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for, for joining us for episode. What is it? I don't know, seven-ish of the Game Plan Footy Podcast. That might be the first time I've actually said the name of the podcast all night. Um, we thank the Murray Pioneer. We thank Taylor Group Media. Um, and we look forward to another good weekend of footy with the women's grand final and the last round of the RFL A grade. And even more so, mate, looking forward to BQ next week. What, what questions do you reckon he's going to come out with? Are they going to be footy related at all? Oh, I have no idea. He is a he's a wild unit. I'm worried that this could be this could just double as an interrogation, and he might think that for whatever reason we've been nicking his up and goes. But uh, hopefully, it doesn't swing that way because um, it would be unfounded and, and unfair. To be to be fair, I'm less nervous about him asking questions yeah. than, than you every time I come in here throwing me under the bus about... I don't know what you mean. My campaign to get you in the A grade for six weeks was successful, so you should be thanking me rather than giving me shit. But regardless, we, we are where we are. Um, thanks for coming on again, mate. Looking forward to next week. Um, and good luck against uh, <laughs> Loxton North A grade backline this week, baby. Yeah, mate, I haven't even been picked. <laughs> There's every chance I'm not picked. <laughs> we'll see you next time.